Hi everyone, we're back for another episode of the Gyms Cast on Video and Audio, which is the podcast with the CEO and founder of the Gyms Group and other people of the Gyms family who we have on from time to time. So we thought we'd do an update on the whole COVID-19 crisis which is going on. We did a weekly Facebook Live session, which we always do, and we had a lot of interest in it last week due to COVID-19 and what's happening with Gyms. That was nothing else. Nothing else. It was just that, and we had, I think, like 400 comments or something in total across the pages asking questions about it regarding, you know, fees and my business and that sort of Not stuff. Not surprisingly, our best uh, best audience ever. It was, actually. It was. I think we peaked at around 190 or something viewers, which was quite amazing, but it was quite pernient for franchisees to jump on and get of information course. in that forum. So same time tomorrow night, Wednesday, 7 o'clock for anyone. So what's been the update in the recent time between last week and now regarding the COVID-19 and gyms um, per se? Well... We're affected financially in some divisions, not really much at all. Mowing is is going great guns. We've had hundreds and hundreds of unserviced leads in the past month. In fact, we're actually encouraging franchisees from other divisions to go and take mowing jobs. Now, that's interesting. Let's talk about that now real quickly. That's a unique benefit of the system, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I was speaking to a, a guy who's a handyman who's actually in, in Queensland who's a, who's a horticulturalist. And I said, do you realise in the last, and he's running out of handyman jobs. I said, yeah. the last month in Brisbane alone, there's been 70 unserviced leads. So he's, I've just put him down for all of them. One of the things we are changing is we're saying, don't worry too much about insurance. In this current situation, just go out and do the jobs and check with Yadrin and, 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 and get your insurance at your leisure. Yeah, so it's, Yadrin's our manager of our insurance department here, yep. That's right. Yeah. So so we really think it's, it's and it's not just that division too, uh, like car cleaning, other divisions. There's other divisions that have got unserviced leads in the area. So if you've got a franchisee who is quiet for work, well then let's look at what's available and around in other areas. I mean, you might not even have a lawnmower, but you can do gardening. You mm. might be able to get off a trailer and do rubbish for heaven's sake. Rubbish removal, for example, is a big one. You know, if you're, yeah, exactly right. If you yeah. have a trailer, you can and just do rubbish money. removal. And good money. Yes, it now, is. Now, you can get a simple harness. You can go up on the roof and you can clear gutters. That's extremely lucrative, you know. 250 bucks for a double-story gunner. Now, yeah. you've got to get the gear. Yeah, and they do the training, the OH, and that's not sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, the, the, the company will do the it. Company the company The ones it, yeah. that sell it. So you can actually go and buy that, but you'll pay for it from your first job. And then you can go and do gutter jobs. And they're, they're very, very good money. So with our structure, we don't like people to do things like fencing or antennas or pest control that need really specific training. Mm. But your basic cleaning... Um, I know there's some vacate cleans I was seeing that were going going begging, um, mowing, um, even yeah, basically anything of that nature that you feel competent to handle. We're happy to encourage you to do it. Obviously, the the franchisees in the division get the priority as always. Mm. But then, if there's work left over, let the um, other divisions come in. And this is the direct response to this crisis. Generally, cross divisional is a lot harder to obviously yes. get cross divisional work. But you've you've laid, you've uh, eased up on let's say the internal policy. To make people... Yeah, I had a franchisee with me on Sunday. I just set him up for on the spot. Yeah. And I, I put down, I, I checked all the jobs. I put him down for, I said, now expand your area a bit to the north. Bob's your uncle. I haven't looked at how he's going, but I'm, I'm sure he's getting some work. Yeah. He's, he's a great guy, actually. Great franchisee. Just handyman's not around. So why not do some some gardening and some mowing? Yeah, definitely. And it's it's, it's been it's been encouraging and hopefully they can take that up and, and help with the unserviced problem that we have, which will definitely reduce that and hopefully they can keep ticking along. So let's move on now because we had our first online training as well, which was last week, mm-hmm. which was quite um, which was quite good. The boys did a great job with that. Um, it was definitely they were coming in on Saturday and Sunday. They make sure it's happening. And so online training is as well something we're doing. But we're going to we're going to do some more on that. Some of the sessions they didn't. You know, we need to actually. Uh, I'm a bit. I'm a bit. I'm a bit. 
you know, protective of my guys. I thought they did a great job. You know, there's oh, five I don't, days. I don't, I don't think mm. it was the filming. I think I think it was the fact that the, you have your your, your the presenter walks all the way, working yeah. out of sight. I tried to stay still and, and actually where the camera was, but yeah. some of them wander around a lot, and you're looking at a blank wall. Yes, correct. So there's a few things we can probably improve with time, but on yeah. the whole, it did work pretty well. Yeah, no, look, I think it was it was great. The Jake and Ben did a great new job. They were coming in on Sunday and Saturday to do it, which was awesome as well. And they had to sit. They were sitting there for the sessions. They went for the training, I reckon, four times now. They're probably the most trained franchisees in the group. Our two videos. They wanted a franchise. You wouldn't have to. We wouldn't have <laughs> That's to. That's exactly right. No, we actually wouldn't. Yeah. So they're, they're listening out here now. They can maybe take him up on the offer. And you're putting a system together so that it'll be ready by the end of the week. Yes. So that somebody can just go online and they can run the whole course with all the assessment, everything there in one place. Yeah. So the plan basically is there's a system called Talent LMS and a franchise org called Manny Van Buren from WA does this stuff for building inspections and he put me onto it. And it's basically like if you did online university. Anyone did online university, there's a lecture, you download the slides and there's an online quiz and you put them into you know, unit format. It won't be as top shelf as those products, but it'll be pretty close to it. And um, it's basically the same, exactly the same material. You'll have it all there. Um, the, the, the onus though is on the person. You've still got to be responsible for your own learning in some way. We do know how long someone watches the course for on that. Mm. That's what we've gone for the And we'll also program. check. We will check. We yes. want the answer. In, in a sense, in that sense, it's a bit more rigorous because you could almost sleep with your eyes open during one of our courses. <laughs> in this one, you actually have to answer the questions to get through the course. That's true, you know, and we and that's very true. So we actually will. You're right. In the in the initial training, it's sometimes it can be hard to focus for the three days or the five days, depending on what it is. You can probably get away with dozing off a bit sometimes. But in this one, you have to answer the questions. You have to watch the material. Mm-hmm. And we actually do know how long an individual person has watched. So if someone goes in there and somehow pass they've only watched 20% of the thing we're not going to pass them um, so that's going to be definitely in place and working hard on that and this is for the this is for the generic course generic training the yes. actual divisional training is something that we leave, we're leaving with the franchisors at the moment we can do some mowing so the mowing stuff we did film so mowing at some parts but there'll mm. be practical things which you just can't do online mm. you know with trailer setups and stuff you sort of want to be there in person so we're going to try and put as much mowing content on there as possible but then the franchisor is going to have to come in this is just a stopgap as well, though. This is not going to be a permanent thing once the whole crisis goes. Um, yeah. well, the the, 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 the Moorabuck training is great. It's, it's yeah. the atmosphere. It's being part of things. It's meeting with other franchisees. We are definitely not going to go away from that long term. But for the stage of the crisis now, and we've got quite a lot of interest in franchises. They're still coming through. Well, now, well now's a, look, it's a bad time. It is a bad time. I'm not trying to downplay the situation, but it's a great time to learn something. Because if you've got time on your hands, a lot of people are bored at home. You know, I'm, I'm struggling to find any gym equipment, for example, but... It's a great time to learn something new. And mm. the process of buying a franchise is not a two-week process, right? It could take months. You have to talk to your partner and whatever. So if you start the process now, you learn all the information you can. By the time, hopefully, everything goes back to a little bit of normality, you're going to be off, run off your feet with work. But the other side of that, too, is that is some divisions like fencing and mowing are still very, very busy and even with unserviced leads. So in, when, when so much of the rest of the economy is in meltdown, it, it's, it's a safe environment. It's a place people can go to where there's money to be made and good money, too. Well, I think that feeling of people getting that being made redundant, it's a horrible feeling. Mm. Um, you know, I can imagine they don't want to feel that again. You know, if you don't want to feel that again, you know, whether it's with gyms or whatever, something else, doing your own business or a franchise business, you are in control of your own destiny. So I think it's a good option for people hopefully looking. It's not trying to prey on the crisis, which some people might say we're doing. It's absolutely not. We just know the price. There is work there for some divisions still and that the process of training itself, it can take a while. So hopefully by the time they do the training, they're ready to go. They're back to a little bit of normality. But one of the positive things is we've been working on customer service for years. And as, we've, as the levels of complaints have come down, so the level of unserviced leads has gone up. The demand for clients has been dramatically greater in recent years since mm. the survey systems and so forth come in. What that means is there's an immense reservoir of goodwill and there's pent up demand. 
that we are now more able to take advantage of. And I do know that many independents are ringing up Jim's Plus and are desperate for work. You know, we've got one person to actually join us because because we've got work and they and they don't have any work. Yeah, I think people underestimate how much how good our leads are and how much work we do have, and and how hard it is to generate work for yourself as mm. an independent. People just think, oh, you just do a few letterbox drops and that's it. Well, it's a lot more into it than that. I'm actually pretty positive about the way things are going. I, I think it's very scary and worrying, and, and and I certainly feel for franchisees who are quiet for work. And I know none of the franchisors are actually doing proportional discounts on fees, yes, which is their decision. Awesome. It's not, not to do with national. All we say is if you reduce your fees by 40%, we'll take out cut by 40% mm. too. Um, so we, we have had a hard time, but on the whole, I think things are turning around. The rates of infection are slowing. The social distancing thing is working. I don't think restaurants are going to be open anytime soon. But also the stimulus that's just come through in the last day makes a big, big difference because yeah. all these people have been put off work can now afford to get work done. Well, the job keeper allowance, they call it. And I think mm. as of now, I think it's $320 billion in total, the whole stimulus package is. And that was when we were talking about the other day, the job keeper allowance, which is a $1,500 a fortnight right. thing to keep people on. But look, it's a, it's a great system. I love the way he's done it. I know in, in the UK they were talking about giving people 80% of their mm. income. That to me seems grossly unfair. Why should somebody who's on a lawyer or management salary get paid a huge amount and somebody on a you know restaurant worker get paid so much less it's not, it's not viable yeah. so i think what what um, scott morrison's done has been has been very fair it's been drastic it'll help those who need it and my feeling is that look it's been a it's been a pretty horrifying year for many people and but i i think i think we're we're probably almost worked through the worst of it well, to be honest, I've been quite impressed with how he's handled this part, to be honest. Obviously, the bushfire thing I wasn't a fan of too much, but I think in regards to what he's doing now, I think mm. you can't win. Like, and, the, and it's quite funny, the comments that people write on these things regarding him. No one else could do that job, you know, and I think he's done a, it's a got, very It's got to be a job. balance, too. I know, what, what do we say the, the total deaths from the virus is now? Like, 68, was that? Uh, I think it's around 116 or 118, 116. I, I could be wrong. But put, yeah. this, put this in perspective, every year... Something between what fifteen hundred and three thousand Australians yes. die from flu. That's correct. Yes, and and those people who are dying, many of them would have died anyway because they obviously got very severe heart um, or you know problems like diabetes and so forth. So mm. it's it's actually it exaggerates the number now. So as a current health crisis, it's not all that serious. The big danger, of course, is that it could have got worse. That if you had people flooding the hospitals and unable to get ventilators and stuff, that would be very serious. So I totally support, and Jim's group totally supports, keeping the infection down and social distancing. And everybody is very, very cautious. Most of the staff here are working from home, mm -hmm. including all the call centre. We all keep a very big distance between ourselves. We wash our hands all the time. I've stopped biting my nails. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing everything we can to reduce the load. And that's just not a matter of personal survival because none of us here are really in danger. It's that we might catch it and give it to somebody who could die, who's vulnerable. Mm. But given that we're doing all that, I think we're coping with it all very well. And I think the balance has been good. The mm -hmm. idea of a New Zealand type lockdown where nobody does anything, I think is over the top. Because one of the problems too is that, is that there's a real cost to shutting down an economy. People lose their jobs. They get, they get in despair. They drink too much. They might commit suicide. Who knows? Lots of bad things can happen. So we've got to have the best possible outcome for health, but also we're going to manage the economy too. And there's a little bit of a balance there. Yeah, I had some question. I had some question here from Jake who wrote down some before. And the first one I sort of got a bit up and about, which is, it, which is what you just touched on. Does Australia need to take the proactive steps of New Zealand and shut down? And I think it's an irresponsible proactive step to completely shut down something when unnecessary. And they keep citing these deaths and deaths, but it's all speculative. I know they're taking advice from multiple parties, but 
But you also got to look at what's been working too. Now, a country like South Korea, for example, which has handled it very, very well. Now they're going down, yeah. Their infection rate's dying off. Correct, yeah. And they haven't shut down the economy to any significant degree. But what they're doing is things like they're getting testing done, they're tracing contacts and so forth. They're putting people into isolation who are at risk. They're looking at overseas travellers. These things have actually proved quite effective. You don't need to, you know, if you if you want to if you want to kill a mosquito, you don't need to use a sledgehammer. Sometimes a, a fly spray is even more effective. Mm. And we're getting all the time we're getting new kits coming in for testing. There's there's, there's the 15 second test, the, the blood test. Well, I think the ratio Australia is one of the most tested. That's why we've got yeah. all these cases. But we're one of the most to do the most testing proportionate to other countries. I think it's something like 98 percent of those who are tested have proved to be okay, and that's a very very good statistic. But the number of tests we do proportionate to any other country, I think, is one of the most. And, so and, most, of, and most of the people who have proved to have it have either been, the great majority have either come from overseas or been in close contact with somebody. So with the right measures, we can cap this thing without, without blitzing our economy. And mm. we're in a, look, we're in, a, we're in a better situation than almost anybody else in the world because one thing, we've got relatively low debt. Our, our, our debt as a proportion of, GS, um, of GDP is only about 20%, which means you can afford to borrow big and spend big as the government has done without crippling our finances. Places like Greece and Italy are in a much worse situation than we are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But with, with New Zealand itself, so what do you think, you know, what, how do you think it's going to affect them long-term with New Zealand? Because they've gone through, was it three to four weeks, they've just gone bang and shut it down. Obviously, they're putting lives before anything else, the economy and other things. Well, so what that's, do you think that's, that's the way they see it. Um, again, I don't necessarily know it's sensible because a person going out mowing lawns is of no danger to themselves or anybody else. You think you go out and mow somebody's lawn, you don't need to see the client. You don't even need to have eye contact. You can talk to them by phone. You can make pay by phone. Mm. It's actually one of the lowest possible ways, the least likely ways of getting an infection. What's more of a danger, and this is really happening, is that people stay home and they get bored and they have a party and Correct. they invite their neighbours in. And there's yes. been lots of complaints about noisy parties or people take time off and they go down to the beach and they mix with other people. In actual fact, there's a, there's a strong argument for saying that shutting down the economy too much can actually increase the risk of infection because people are going to do something. Whereas somebody who goes out and does an incredibly safe job, they're probably better off doing that. Mm. And the economy's better off and the health of the nation is better off. I think it's a what the New Zealand. I'm, look, I'm not arguing that's the, that's their choice. What they've done, I think it'd be a big mistake, and I don't think we're going to do it in Australia. Yeah, and there's a lot of ironies with what with stuff like that. And what you just said, you just pointed them out. And you know, people are having a lot more house parties now. And obviously, mm. we've seen the scenes at the beach. People not abiding by social distancing. There's been fitness classes outside. I know a bar in Fitzroy actually wasn't abiding by the lockdown rules and was still serving people last night. Got a ten grand fine. Oh, I saw a picture in the paper this morning about people just gathering together and stuff. They're still doing it. Yeah, and this is and this is the thing. You know, you. With New Zealand's measure, you've locked every down, but how much is it truly locked down, as you mm. said? Are they 30 people at a party? Especially when it comes to something like... Look, I can understand a little bit of something like cleaning. Though, again, with cleaning, of course, the best way to control infection is to have very, very thorough cleaning. And I know companies that are actually having cleaners come in daily instead of weekly to yeah. reduce an infection. A lot of disinfectant stuff. Yeah. But you could possibly argue for cleaning, but for your outdoor jobs like pool care and car cleaning and mowing and so forth, there's really zero, 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 zero risk. Mm. Unless you do something completely stupid, which you can much more likely do at home anyway. So I think, I think we're taking a, a very sensible approach. And I think we've got good leadership and, and we've handled it well. And we're actually much better off than most of the world. So you can't see Australia going into a shutdown at all? No, I don't believe right. so. Because that thing now is stage three or whatever, so you can't see going past stage three. No. All right, look, yeah. I think what they've done is, is, is a good balance. There, mm. there's, there's a... There's a it, it, 
clamping down on on the, the people ways people get infection, which is your social gatherings and your and your pubs and your bars and all the rest of it. People congregating that's that's been clamped down, and I think community spirit is doing a bit for that too. People are calling out those. I think, they are. I think it's finally sinking in. I think the last sort of weeks been it's when it's really sinking in, right? But at the same time, you've got to look at the at the millions of workers who are who are being laid off, and and, and look at their themselves and their families and stuff. And and, and you, you can cause that kind of thing can kill people because if you get less medical treatment or you get more stress and so forth, there's a death rate associated with that as well. It's I not know, zero. Well, I know the government's allocated a lot more money for domestic violence, especially mm. and um, mental health services. I think at the moment, which is good. I'm hoping they make them yeah. a lot more accessible than what they have been in the past. So, for those, Men, yeah. mental health is a huge issue. And, 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 and this will exasperate the crisis to an extreme degree. Mental health is big. The, the suicides is, 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 a, is a plague on it's Australia. It's still a pain to access the services, though. So for those who don't know, if you want to access the session, so basically Medicare can, cap, can comp your sessions. It's still not free, mm. so you have to pay money. But to get that, you have to go to a doctor, and people find it go to a doctor just to say, I've got a problem it's very hard as it is. So I'm hoping they can make them a lot more accessible than what they have been in the past, maybe stuck by the phone or if they can go to a psychologist via the phone or something as, as opposed to the past, it'd be good as well. Yeah. Hopefully, new methods of that. Well, it's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be a tough time. But in some ways, we're going to be probably going to be actually healthier overall because of the fact that flu and, and seasonal colds aren't going to get going in the way they have in the past. I, I like it actually. I mean, I I'm not a great fan of shaking hands as a matter of fact. Well, it is well, a, well let's, a just point, let's just point let's just point that out. The social distancing you you don't like. It's I mean, sorry, you like the social distancing from the the shaking hands point of view. I don't mind. I can I can yeah. hug my wife and my kids. That that's really all that I care about. I don't want to <laughs> hug anybody else. Least, least of all you, Joel. Sorry, but that's, that's true. Well, I was going to say, it gives you a good reason not to shake anyone's hands moving forward for a long, long time. You can use this one. It's harder for the yeah. huggy people, I must say. I, I, it actually, yeah, that's true. I feel for them. My daughter is is is, yeah. is devastated. You can't hug her friends. That's that's very hard for her. Mate. Yeah, definitely not. Sixteen-year-old. You'll do the elbow bump or the foot, the foot one. Now, with the stimulus package we touched on before, do you think that was the best way to go, or could the funds have been used differently to how they've used them so far? Oh, I think I think it's perfect. Right. I really do think it's 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 directed at the people that need it, and of yep. course, by directing it to them, not only you look after them, but you look after the rest of the economy too. Mm. And and I think I like I like the amount. I think it's very fair. It's basically aimed at what a a base level worker is. So people like on, well, on, casuals, on the minimum yeah. salaries and the casuals yeah. and so forth, they're they're fully compensated. It's great for us too because we can actually uh, with this we can actually take back people who were let go from footballs. We've got some wonderful staff at the conference centre here, and we've had to let most of them go. But now we can actually take them back. We'll find something for them to do or, or nothing. But at least if we hold on to our great valuable staff. In gyms, we've managed to avoid that. We've, we've trekked a little bit in, in software development. We have had to make some cuts. So yeah, and, we, and we have put people down in their hours a little bit just to cope with the crisis. But basically, I want to hold my staff. Yeah. I want to hold my great people. And, and so that we're going to be still here when the... Because that's the hardest thing to replace. Well, I definitely think companies can definitely make a lifelong employee out of this process. So companies should look at it that way. Like, um, even though they might their bottom line might be affected, they could that worker who might might be there for the next 20 years because they are loyal to them during the process you know during this time they might be they might be now a loyal employee when they might or not have been before so i think loyalty goes both ways so it's, hopefully companies can be loyal to employers and i'm sure law employees hopefully reward companies back the other way moving forward and that's good to hear that so what do you reckon the um so let's talk about what do you reckon of this stimulus package itself you know how long it's a bit hard to say but how long do you think it will take to recover from that this whole thing well, they're, they're talking about six months, but we don't really know. I mean, so much depends on, on the levels of infection. I mean, the levels of infection may go down so low that we can, you know, cautiously go back to normal life, particularly if, if, if testing becomes almost universal, that we yes. really know everybody who might have it. 
and we know who's safe and 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 you know and and, and constantly test we might get to the stage where in a few months restaurants can open again and, and life can go pretty much back to normal i mean i hope people will still be cautious and certain things of social distancing and hand washing and those kind of things can continue I, I i don't perceive it as being especially with the way the government's reacted which i think is very sensible you've got we're getting in new ventilators to help if people do get sick when i'm Tesla, you've got V Volkswagen, I think yeah. formed are all changing their production lines to do respirators. And all T- sort of testing stuff. is a big thing. Testing and contact tracing, if we can get that under hold, I would hope that within a few months the economy is going to be fairly much back to normal. And, and, I, you know, and I expect gyms to probably have an overall a good year. Yeah. I, I, look, I feel for the guys who were, who were off. Um, I know some franchisors, have, as I said before, have re- reduced their fees across the board. We're also saying to franchisors, by the way, who are in... Um, strife financially in some of those divisions that, that you know we're not we're not going to we're not going to terminate or breach you or make you non-compliant if you don't pay you can't pay your fees this month for example we're giving a bit more leeway mm. because you know we understand their situation and it's still a fluid situation you know people want us to put time dates on things but it's a bit hard you know month by month yeah. is generally probably the best to go i would think because things can change so quickly as we all know well compared with two days ago yeah. the news to me is better because the infection rate is flattening out, and, the job and you've also thing. got the, yeah. the the job stimulus, so you know it's 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 good news, really, and it does change. And next week, who knows something else? And hopefully for franchisees as well, because a lot of our franchisees had employees, and mm. I know that before the job keeper lands announced, they probably had to lay a few of them off, so maybe they can help get them back on. And it sort of alleviates a bit of the the guilt that sometimes it comes with letting someone go as well. It's, it's not very good. hard yeah. to replace. If you've got a good worker, it's very, very hard to replace Franchisees them. know that because they're always looking for really good workers. So, so this is this is incredibly yeah. good news for our franchisees mm. who can do it because many of them have quite a few workers. We've got they franchisees do. turning over in the millions of dollars a year mm. and they want to keep their great guys too as much as anybody else, as much as our conference center, as much as everybody else. We're, we're lucky in gyms because we, we're a sort of a white-collar head office so we're not affected too much by these things and, and our people will be able to keep their jobs. Mm. But franchisees in the field, if work goes down, it's great to be able to offer that to them. Well, we do have franchisees suffering and we're not making light of that and saying everyone's... No. There are some franchisees in some divisions uh, who are doing it tough and obviously it could be a me- mental thing as well. You know, we, we, As you said before, you know, it, they could be already struggling in their business and then this comes along. You know, It's not, it's not an easy time for them. But the striking thing is that in many divisions, the work hasn't died down at all. Mm. Especially those that are out, particularly outdoors, we've done extraordinarily well. Yeah, if you go into someone's home, they're the ones, right? They're into someone's home. There's mm. a lot of fear from customers, obviously, as you would have fear from customers. Yeah, I was speaking yeah. to um, I think it's Dave who does our test and tag out there. And actually, oh, Alan, Alan, sorry, it was Alan. It's, it's Alan. Is it? I yeah. think it's Alan. Yeah, yeah, and he's actually it's great for him because he can go and do the whole place because the the um, the call center shut down. They're not there, so it's really it's a really good job for him. But he I has think, lost some other clients. He said half, I think. Yeah. I think he said half, but Destin, that's. You know, testing tags purely business to business, so that mm. can be understandable. But I know that cleaning as well. I know they've released a new disinfectant service, which they've always been able to do, but um, they're just promoting that now as well. I've seen some great things, though. There was yeah. one thing that uh, one of our franchisees uh, put gave to all their clients, which is just showing them how, how carefully he's avoiding infection and how they can keep themselves safe. And I think within seconds of it going out, he, had, he got a gutting job come through. Yeah, I think there's been some franchisees who've been quite impressive with proactive with their with mm. their guidelines and stuff and their texting. And I'm, put, I'm, putting, I'm putting a copy of what he did into the newsletter, yeah, the franchise newsletter, so you can actually take that and adjust it and learn from yourself. People are taking a proactive response to this and showing people how they're looking after them. And there's online courses that you can do about how to be safe and that you can sort of you can document having done this course. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can do to actually reassure clients. And we actually are... 
in reality, we're very, very low-risk people. Very low-risk contact, very low-risk professions. Well, I saw a few... Look, the reason why I believe so is I saw a few negative comments from some franchisees. And me, personally, I'm not... I'm not I can understand the franchisees are hurting them thing, but I, I sort of think the answer they want is they say, what does Jim do for me? I like, think it's you personally. Obviously, there's support from you if you need it, and we make that offer, but... For me, I don't think they're satisfied until you said, oh, here's 50 grand. You know what I mean? I don't think any other answer would satisfy some people at the moment besides here's 50 grand or what's Jim doing for us. That's the comment I get all the time. Yeah. And it's very frustrating for me because when you say, I know there's some, let's say cleaning's a good example, right? You have some franchisees who are doing still pretty well because it might sound harsh, but they did the certificate, they got proactive, they got the text message, they might have lost 20% of their business or whatever. However, they've got 80% still and they've been proactive with all the measures you said. Whereas you have some other guys who just sit there and might not do anything. And just because the leads drop, there's no... You need to hustle in this time, unfortunately, if you're a business owner. I don't think any other answer would satisfy me. That's quite frustrating. So I have to deal with the comments online and stuff. It gets frustrating. People have an exaggerated idea how much money I make from this thing. I know mm. somebody made a comment on... They said, well, you should... Stop giving your money you to should, church. You should, you should, you should yep. money to the church. Yep. And I said, well, actually, tell you what. If I gave all the money I give in my tithing to my franchisees, they get 10 cents a week each. <laughs> so if, if that's going to make yeah. a great difference to your lifestyle, I don't know what you're eating. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making light of it. I just think... We've talked off camera this before. I think it just comes down to a bit of a mindset. I remember talking to Ali Olmes. Ali Olmes started right in the GFC. Mm. Probably the worst time to start... Okay, and I remember him, this story, this is online, so you can go and see this as well. But he kept saying to Hader, I think it was, you know, blaming all, not blaming, but saying all these other things are, you know, what's happening. And then Hader kept pointing the finger and said, what are you doing about it, though? Don't worry about that. But what are you doing about it? What are you doing about it? Then he started going proactive with his mindset. And, you know, he's CEO of Jim's Climbing Group now. He's highly successful. I just think in these times, mindset's massive, you know. Positivity is massive, you know. Proactive is massive. Go to your franchisor and say, can you give me 10 tasks that I have to do today? You might be a person who needs to have a list like I do and tick things off and make sure you just do it's it. It's quite striking. You have two franchises in the same division in the same area and one of them saying, oh, woe is me, things are bad, I need you know, not yeah. stop paying fees and the other guy saying, help, how can I cope with all this work? Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just and we're not making light of the people who are, mm. who are struggling because there could be other reasons for it but I'm just, you know, I remember one guy said, I think there was a comment, I'm going to say this because he said, um, the only answer I got from Jim was be more proactive in my business. I want more support than that, Jim. Mm. I just don't understand what more can be done. I don't know. No, 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 as you say, they, they want me to sort of give out, you know, $20,000 gift. They want a gym stimulus package personally, right? Yeah, you know, that's right. I'm not joking about it, but that's sometimes the, the feeling that I get from some people. But they but they yeah. don't quite understand that when you're taking 2% of somebody's turnover as royalty, you haven't got billions of dollars sitting in a mm. fat bank account somewhere waiting to be pushed out. If we were taking 50%, it'd be a very different situation, but we don't. Mm. And that's that's the story. So what we do is what we what we should do we don't give out lumps. We don't promise huge amounts of cash, which we couldn't possibly have anyway. What we do is we focus on customer service so that people keep on ringing us to get the jobs done. We encourage people to be proactive. We give advice. We give help. We help with cross-divisional work. We do all the things we can do effectively with our effort, which is far, 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 a thousand times more cost-effective than any money we could possibly give out. Just to note for everyone watching or listening is that Jim's personally answered every single email that's been been emailed to you and any phone call that's come through. Yeah, sometimes people will recognise they get a call, they get an email from me at four in the morning or so forth. I, I do <laughs> had so I much do work on yeah. respond. I, I really, really work to respond to every person who's approached me, who's phoned me, who's emailed me. Email is always best mm. and, and just make sure I give everybody a response. Yeah. Which has really been quite a busy time. And you've been quiet, but we in terms of communication from national, it's almost been like a weekly thing and plus we have the weekly Facebook Live where we encourage people to keep coming on there. Mm. I don't know what answers we can give beyond last week, but I think 
Um, you know, there are some situational updates regarding some divisions. I know you're doing a newsletter, which is coming out soon as well. Well, we change our policy too. It's, yeah. it's good for me to hear from franchisees, not only because I, I can help them very often, but also because it tells me what's going on and it knows how I can do or what I can do. This thing with the cross-divisional is a perfect example of that. Yes. And that just came out of that conversation at the weekend when, when somebody who's a, who's a great guy, really, really great handyman, I can tell from the ratings, like a 4.9 or something like that. Yeah. Um, terrific guy to talk to. And he had this issue. And I could look at it and say, well, why do we have this thing about about you have to get insurance first before you go cross-division. This guy's a horticulturalist. The chance of anything happening, what's he, what's he, what could he do? Maybe smash a window, so what? Yeah, the main, yeah, the main risk with the mowing ones, for example, is the, is the rock through the window. Most of the time, it's under the excess anyway. Yes, so, so, so we've just, we just say in this situation, so that's just an example. And, and there's been many other cases too where somebody sends me a great, like, like, like a, a great um, mail out to their clients and I can pass that and share that around. Or somebody has an idea about something that can be done that we can share with other people. That kind of process of communication and staying in touch, that's what, that's what we need to do during a crisis. And I'd love to point out to any franchisees who are struggling, like imagine if you were independent. Now, what, what could you, who, like my point of view is who could you go to? That's the why reason why we go to the gyms. We always say support, support, support. But mm. now is the time to definitely just rely on that support and you know, use your franchise rules, use your divisional. If you oh, need we, them, we, get, we get some pretty bad feedback from independents, I tell you what. The, the yeah. people are desperate. They, they tell me in Jim's Plus. It's, it's, so it's, what are you hearing from them at the moment, the independents? Oh, they, they, they're very, very short. They're far worse off than we are. Mm-hmm. That, that's the universal opinion. They're just not getting the, the jobs through. Because we, we've got such a surplus of demand. It's, it's our surplus work that we can't handle that's going to the independents. Well, there's not, it's, it's still coming through. We're still, we're still knocking back leads, but just not as much. So people are more able to get us. They don't need to go elsewhere. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And post this, how long do you think this whole, would you say we're in recession? We're in recession, I guess. Would, do you think it's going to currently last? Is it going to be a short and sharp thing? Is it going to be a long-term rebound? What do you think? I think, I think, I think you'll see it coming back. That's my, my best opinion. I don't think people, when they see and understand that there's no real danger. I don't think people are going to stop getting their houses cleaned. They're not going to stop. Actually, antennas have been fairly busy because people want to, they're stuck inside. Well, antenna, that's, a, that's a one that came out last week, actually. I think mm. it was Aaron, who's a franchisee around here from antennas. He said he was flat out because people are so paranoid about the shutdown. They wanted to make sure they had yeah. all their, their internet and everything else set up properly. So it's actually been good home freshers, obviously, doing brilliantly. It's been the best start you could possibly have. Home freshers flat out. Home you couldn't, freshers, de- yeah, you couldn't yeah. design a better time to start a oh, business gee, with they're getting like five hundred dollar orders, and it's great stuff too. They bring big to the office, so mm. um, we're doing we're doing strikingly well. Most franchisees are actually reasonably busy still. We've we've had a we've had a good time. As to how long, my my opinion is that I don't think it'll be over till we get a vaccine fully, which could be at eighteen months. But what I what I imagine is going to happen is it's going to be a, a gradual improvement with time as people get more money as people get used to staying away from danger and so forth and, and safer habits and so forth. It'll, 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 I think it'll I think it'll get better. And it's been quite interesting the because um, we as you said you don't think we're going to go into total shutdown. That's obviously the fear of franchisees, which has always been what if we go into lockdown? What if we go into shutdown? But cars are currently I think they're saying if you don't have to go out, don't have to. But if you have to go for work, medical appointments. Um, whatever else it is, that's okay at the moment. So, so curiously, actually, New Zealanders seem to be all in favour of the shutdown. I actually approached the franchisors there in, in mowing and, and said to them, why don't you apply through this particular website to be an essential service? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they, no, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We, 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 but, but how is it a danger to go out and mow somebody's lawn? But no, 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 we don't want to do that. We want to, we want to be shut down. 
that, that's their choice. Well, that's you know that's that's their opinion. That's the medical opinion, and the government's taking that. But I just think I think our government's a little done it beautifully. I don't think a lockdown would achieve. People tend to rally around the flag at these times. They tend to support their leaders, which I think is what's happening. So they decided that was the way to go, and they've done it. And like I'm not arguing that's what they chose, but I I'm glad that we chose a different path. Well, what a time for Scott Morrison from the bushfire, and then yes. and then to this, right? So. It's been a. I think he's done well. The, the yeah. national cabinet's good. No, they've been great. I look, I, you know, regardless of what politics, political all the side premiers you are and, and the territory leaders and the, and the prime minister getting together and having some sort of a joint policy it doesn't stop the state from doing more if they wish to, Correct. like shutting yes. the borders. Which but they, they are, are doing. They yeah. are. They are working together. If you look at the sort of the, the 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 chaos that's going in places like the US, which is shockingly worse than us, in per head of capita, their their response to their health system is so much worse. I think I've ever been so grateful to be an Australian, actually. I agree with you. And I was thinking that, actually, I was thinking about walking down here today was being grateful for being here, you know. Mm. And imagine if you were in a place like the US and you had no health insurance or whatever else, you'd basically stuffed. Yeah. So, um, I actually went yeah. to hospital to have my um, to have this thorn taken out of my foot, yeah. which was, which was um, and that happened on Friday. I must have just got in before the elective surgery shut down. It was an amazing experience. I, I, I mean, I haven't had much experience of the health system because I'm so healthy, mm. but it was it was wonderful. I mean, the staff was so friendly. They were so efficient. They were so capable. Everybody, every level, the, the nursing staff, the receptionists, the anaesthetists, the surgeon, everybody, totally professional. I thought, this is all free. This yes. is all paid for by our tax dollars. And I really felt, wow, how lucky we are. I was talking to Liv, actually, who's from Romania, and he says, my goodness, the contrast between here and there, it's its quite extraordinary. Now, mightily, admittedly, they got me in at 7 o'clock, and I had to wait until 2 o'clock to get my operation. That's normal, though. That's standard, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I was certainly, there was a bit of a delay, but I was sitting there, and I, w- I was doing, doing my emails and yet. stuff on my phone, and I was ringing people and stuff. It wasn't no big thing. Mm. I, it was quite a good day overall, and then they took it out, and it was being successful, and it was a great operation, and my foot's healing, and... I just think we're so fortunate. No, and I agree with you, Jim. And I've always, I've always preached here a couple of times. I have a grateful mindset, and I've been taking into account that whole eighty-five grand thing you say, and happiness doesn't change. And dealing with some people in my line of work, I agree with that. And I think it's a great time for people to reconnect with their family. You know, if you can, mm. if you are, in, let's say, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but if you are, let's say, out of work or you are in lockdown or you're not going out because there's some risk or something. It's a great time to reconnect with your kids or with your family. And I must say, I've had more contact with my children over the past week than I have in the previous six months for most leave time. Mm. Long conversations with, with my kids and finding out how they are and keeping in touch with them. Got in touch with a couple of people I knew from school too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How did you manage that? Was that via... Well, there's, there's one particular guy who used to be... Well, there was a group of four of us. Right. And, and, and I've been in touch with one. And one guy rang me some while back. We were going to get together. But then I actually rang him back. And then I got his number of my fourth friend, a guy called Rob. And I rang him the other, the other night and had a chat with him. And we're all going to meet up together as soon as the crisis is over, which is great to catch up with people. I, I... Well, it's a good time to do that now. You know, if you've got any family disputes or something, you know, you can settle them now. There's, you know, you obviously probably put things into perspective and you know, appreciate how much, how much, how lucky it was before. In and... some ways, it's brought us closer together, actually. It's been, yeah. it's been positive. There's, there's, a, there's a silver lining to any crowd. There's always positive things come out of it. It's no matter how you react to it. If you get down about things and you get depressed and, you, and you're negative, but what's the, what's the positive? You know, we're eating at home a lot more too, which is, you know, we, we enjoy going out, but at the same time, Lee's learning new ways of cooking things and new dishes and stuff. And 
it's 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 got its positive side too. Oh, it definitely does. You know, I play a lot of guitar, so I didn't play a lot of guitar when I'm working. I was here working at ten o'clock most nights. Now I've, I've tried to go home a bit early and I play a lot of guitar now, mm. which I did a lot. When well, I was we're trying different things. One yeah. of the places we love to go to is Cold Rock. You know that place yeah, where they have Cold the ice Rock. cream and they yeah. have all the mixings. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we've been on a sort of church fast this month. It was all of March, so there's no sweet things. But look at church fast. You don't have any sweet things for a month. Yeah, no, actually, I, that's the easy one. My Aaron's actually not having any video games between um, <laughs> between five, except between five and seven, which is a much, much bigger sacrifice for him. My ten year old. Very hard, yeah. I can imagine we, it'd be very hard. That's fantastically yeah. more difficult. He's a wonderful little boy. He's really. He's like a version of Lent or something. Or? It's just like Lent, yeah. Right. He says he'll never do it again, but, but <laughs> it's, it's probably the greatest thing he's ever done in his whole life this fast. Yeah. So, but we're having a sweet fast anyway. But as for tomorrow. The fast is finished. So what we're going to do is we're going to get some um, cookies and cream ice cream and we're going to get the mixings and we're going to do our own cold rock. Yeah. Because it's just different. I mean, you wouldn't normally think about that, but this is just a way of, of, you know, making something out of of the hard times. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's just mindset. You know, if you are a negative person by nature, which a lot of people are, Mm. um, you know, what can you do to get set? Do something you, you enjoy. If it's playing an instrument, learn something new. Take some time and really stick to it. And I remember looking online on news.com, I think they had all these booming industries. So I said, it's not all doom and gloom for these. Like, bookstores are going berserk. You know, I think Dimmicks or something, you know, has a massive resurgence. You have, um, obviously, audiobooks. They're going berserk online. Gym and home, gym equipment. You cannot buy gym equipment online. If you try and buy a set of dumbbells online, let me know. I'd love to know. You can't do it. Exercise stuff. Online courses are going berserk. You know, people are doing yoga courses, meditation. Look, the hardest part of it, for me, is 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 the second hand. It's it's hearing from franchisees who are hurting, and, yeah. and you know you can't help but be affected by that because it's kind of like family, really. I mean, we 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 have a very I have a very tribal feeling, a very family clan feeling about Jim's people in general. Even though I don't even know them personally, mm. they're part of me, so it's hard to hear that. But at the same time, from a personal point of view, it's it's been good. It's been very heartwarming. It's been great to see the effort people are putting in, and and the, and the the many incredible people we've got out there. So, so many franchisors are really busting a gut to help their franchisees. They really care about them. Oh, I've had some good feedback from franchisees. So I've had yeah. a, we've had a few comments of negative from people. I don't know if they're in gyms or not out in line, but we've had some franchisees jumping on there saying, communication from gyms has been great. Support from my franchisor has been excellent and from national has been really good. So I love that too. I, I, I get, a, I get a, a, a comment from a franchisee about how wonderful their franchisor is and that actually boosts my day to an extreme degree. It, it just makes me feel really happy that we're, that we're achieving something worthwhile. I love that actually. Any, any franchisees watching this, if you've got good news, you, you really make me feel good. In fact, the, 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 best, the best time of my day is to get a, a really positive response. But also, when I look at a franchisee who's got a really great star rating, and sometimes I, I spend a lot of time deleting complaints and poor ratings when they're clearly not justified, which mm. is often the case. But then I see somebody who's got like a 4.8 or 4.9, these great ratings and all these wonderful comments. That's a, that's a really positive experience. Boys. I was having a chat with this guy, uh, Phil uh, just yesterday and he's very distressed by the surveys he had a three-star survey but the client booked in regular so clearly they didn't mean three stars I just changed it to five yeah because the client was obviously happy they made a mistake so he was kind of upset by that but at the same time I said Phil you're a fantastic operator you got 4.9 stars since since June last year you're a great operator I know you're doing so well your customers love you don't get upset about these things mm. We, we'll deal with them. If it's an unfair complaint, we'll do whatever's necessary. Even if you make a mistake, which he didn't in this case, you can just do something for the client and fix it and I'll, I'll wipe it off for you. 
but just it's just a matter of being positive, seeing the positive side of things. I, I love ratings because they're positive. And when I speak to a franchise, I have contact with a franchisee, I'll always check their ratings and I'm always able to congratulate them. This is fantastic. Great surveys, great rating. Love this. Well, we've started posting franchisees' work. So people have been starting to send us through, which I wanted for ages, which is, but now they've probably been, oh, we've actually got to send him more. You know, we need some work or whatever. They're actually sending me before and after job for jobs and stuff, which has been good and we've been posting that. Actually, one of the best decisions I made recently, and this was very much too because of franchisee feedback as well, was the decision that said that if you satisfy the client in any way, we remove the complaint, we remove the bad server. It doesn't matter what went wrong, as long as you go back and fix the problem with the client and make them happy. I think that's been very, very positive because you've got all these situations that people are going back and they're doing jobs again or they're offering freebies or they're doing whatever necessary. And that's that's great from their point of view too because it's, 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 it's talking about how they can make up for a mistake, but it's also from the client's point of view. What does that mean? Mm. And that client's going to say, wow, this is what happened with gyms. Nobody else does this kind of stuff, but gyms really went out of their way to help me out and, and, and they appreciate us. And that means in the end... Not only do our franchisees feel better because they get their complaints wiped, but also the clients feel better, and they're going to tell people. And in the end, that'll give us more and more work. I'll give you a good example of this. We had a mine franchisee who I met last year. They had a bad experience with a Jim's handyman. I don't know if he's still there or not, but um, that got referred to the regional franchisor, which was Archie in our office. And Archie handled the complaint and got it all sorted out, and they actually decided to buy a franchise in mowing based on how we handled the complaint. They said, well, this is how they're going to handle the complaint and sort me out. That's the company I want to be a part of. And he, I think it was in the train industry or something. But he actually bought a franchise based on how uh, we dealt with the complaint. I'm, that'd be for any franchise or deal with it the same way. But yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. Nobody else does this, actually. We, we are so earnest to correct any mistake, even a mistake of being late for an appointment stuff. And Jim's Jobs is going to be fantastic, too. We're actually in the process over the next few weeks, we're going to be able to release Jim's Jobs to people. Mm-hmm. And I hope will be a, a big move across that. And that's going to be fantastic because one of the things it'll do is get rid of a lot of unfair complaints. Things like, you know, a, 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 a client getting the appointment wrong. Because we'll actually met the appointment, the client's going to be told about the appointment. This is when it's been fully programmed in. And there'll be text to them. And it's absolute proof. And if the client says, well, it was you, you were you on Wednesday afternoon, it's actually quite clear because they've been sent a text it's Thursday morning. Those kinds of things. Well, the developers should hopefully have a lot less support tickets to focus on this to push it out in the next couple of weeks now. So mm. it's probably a good time for them to hopefully smash it out and hopefully for franchisees because they might have a bit of time to, to learn. So it should be and good. a lot of good stuff coming too, too. Jimbo's yeah. going to be fantastic. Jimbo is the program that allows franchisors to actually ring franchisees and take notes. And, and uh, Rocky was trying in the office. He said, it's fantastic. It's like less than half the time. To, I can do twice the, twice the work, twice the support in the same time because I don't have to worry about notes I get reminded who to call. It'll be great. So we'll be able to give better support to our franchisees, talk to them more often, and give them more practical help. I think Jimbo is quite revolutionary. Um, mm. You know, I know Jim's has some tech fails sometimes in the past with previous stuff, but I think the process with it and the UX, the user experience design process, getting franchisors involved, like Rocky and some other ones during the whole thing. So it's actually been designed by franchisors and based on their feedback. We've put a it's lot of great. effort over the last couple of years yes. into all kinds of things, into Jim's jobs, into Jimbo into improving our systems of customer service and, and surveys and all the rest of it. And and I, I think it's paying off. It'll pay off big. We just need them out. We just need Jim's Jobs and Jimbo out. Once they're out, then people well, can Well, Jim's see Jobs is basically, they're, they're, yeah. they're very close. Within the next week or so, we'll start dishing it out to franchisees to, to trial in the field. And, and then the floodgates are going to come in. We want this, we want this. It's just going to happen when fine. But I think in the base product itself, is going to be pretty good as a, as a good start. 
So I'm looking forward to it. Well, my 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 prediction is that we're going to have a good year. Yeah. I know that sounds bizarre in this present situation because people are so scared and so doom and gloom. But I think between the way that Jim's is going, the changes that we're making, have made and are making in the future, between the government stimulus, between everything that's going on, I, I suspect we'll have one of our best years ever. Yeah, and I think to people, what you said before, be grateful you're in Australia. You know, that might sound like a really flippant comment, but I'm not being sincere in that. You know, I have a grateful journal where I write down three things I'm grateful for every day. I constantly do it because that negative mindset that we all have creeps in. I just think being grateful that we're here. You know, I couldn't imagine being in another country during this. I just, I just don't know how would you go. We have that exercise too, yeah. but we call it prayer. <laughs> oh, you call it prayer, right? Yeah. So well, when we meet together yeah. for a meal, we thank God for all the good things that He's given us. Thanks for the food, for the family, for safety, for security, for for the fact that the business is 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 going well and so forth. I'm a little bit different. I probably think scientific evidence, scientific process, scientific. Yeah, that's got to be a bit different. But no, I, but I, pre- the... I appreciate that too. <laughs> yeah, I know but that's God's be. work as well. Oh yeah, well that's that's to be yeah that's that's question that's questionable. But um but what we'll say is the, the gratefulness mindset. I think the positive attitude. I know it can be very hard. It can be we're not. I'm not trying to be flippant when we say this. But I think you have we have seen with franchisees you have some who are extremely positive and they have taken hit like I'm not going to make a lie about that but oh, we can use this to do other things in the business and whatever it is reset things business goals but they're still working then, mm-hmm. then you have other guys who throw their hands up and want almost like a, a personal cash I, I, I would say the vast majority are in the first category the people yeah. I've spoken to had contact with the ones who are negative are and, and having franchisors who are positive, who, who have a sense of direction, makes a lot of difference too. Absolutely. It's, that, it's something we've discovered. Surprisingly important is, is the actual character of the franchisor and how well franchisees do. If you have a good franchisor, somebody who cares about franchisees, somebody who has positive ideas, who can encourage good behavior, yeah. who can help them to get past difficulties and show them what to do, it makes a lot of difference to people's success. I agree. And not, I completely agree. Not everything your franchisor or national do is going to be perfect during this stage. I don't think anyone can do a perfect response no. or write something that's perfect because someone's not going to have a problem with it. But the point is that everyone's trying their best. It's a malleable situation and we'll keep responding as we need. Um, well, we're not going to go into lockdown, hopefully, which has been which has been good for us. And all our franchisees can do everything with precautions as necessary for any customer who's listening to this. Please Every, use your everybody, local gym. Just everybody you. stay safe. That's that's the biggest thing. We, we don't want you to catch it, and we don't want you to pass it on, even if you're not at risk. Which I think is very important in principle. It's a matter of, you know, I, I wouldn't if I got the virus. The chance of me dying is is insignificant because I'm so healthy. I've got no underlying health issues. But mm. what if I pass it to somebody who could pass it to somebody? Well, that's the who whole thing, die? right? That's the point, isn't it? So, so we want you to yeah. stay safe. We want you to be responsible citizens, and 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 look after each other as as a country. We need to hang together in this one. That's it. I think that's the key. We'll leave it there on that point, which is hanging together. Make sure you tune tomorrow night for the um, another Facebook live session. I'm sure there'll be a COVID nineteen. Questions again coming through that, which is fine. Please do it. Maybe some other things as well. <laughs> Maybe some other things as well. There might be some questions about your food prepping or whatever. But please um, tune in tomorrow night as always. It's a great time if you're a franchisee, franchisor. A bit, bit uncertain, jump on that. Um, make sure you subscribe and leave us a rating on the podcast. So thanks for that, Jim. We'll leave it there for this week.